Well, hi there, and welcome back to Life Works with Coach Mel. We're having a great time here, guys, with series on hope. If you're following us, and I know that you are, you are able to do the introduction with our first episode, Meeting Coach Mel. And then we had a great episode on last week with HELP, which is the H in the acronym of HOPE. And today, we're going to be covering the O in HOPE, and that is Overview. So welcome back to the stage, Coach Mel. All right. Hey, with an intro like that, I can hardly wait to hear what I have to say. (laughs) Me too. <laughs> All right. Beautiful. Well, thanks for joining us again. And uh, by the way, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a plug in here for my producer, uh, ICU Media and Clarissa Kenty. Uh, yes, she is doing a great job. And uh, this is the first time, Clarissa, that I've ever heard my recorded voice that I liked. I like it too. You have done a great job in, uh, in taking this... Uh, this backwoods, South Louisiana, whatever, and turn it into something that people might actually like listening to. So easy work. You made it very easy. Okay. Coach well, very there you easy. go. Okay. We've complimented each other enough. Yes, now enough we can. Now, yeah, now, let's find some hope. <laughs> yeah, let's find some hope in all this. Uh, okay. So we're, we're talking about hope. And too many times when it comes to hope, it's just that thing that one of those things that's just out there and we talk about it and we, uh, we just basically uh, uh, falsely assume that, that we have an understanding of it. And many times uh, we don't talk about it until, it until we don't have it. Mm. And then we, since we didn't talk about it when we had it or take some time to learn about it, uh, we aren't ready when we need it. <laughs> and so that's what this is all about. I, I'm, I'm a huge believer in hope. Uh, God being the God of hope, and he's given us his word, which is the word of hope, and uh, I'm just, I'm a huge believer in that. As a matter of fact, I am, I'm so committed and feel so much a part of, of, uh, of the concept of hope that when I hear someone else talking about it, it's almost like, hey, what are you doing? That's my topic. That's, that's right. Get off of there. That's my <laughs> subject. Yeah, hey, you, you didn't ask me about, <laughs> about what you're saying about hope. You know yeah. what's going on here. So, but I, I feel that, uh, I feel that plugged in, that connected uh, with hope, mm-hmm. and uh, hope has just always been part of my life. And as I said on the first episode, I'm convinced that it's because of my mother, who uh, was a person of hope, and she still is at age 94, and uh, still a beacon of hope mm. for the uh, entire family. And, you know, she, she is going to have a birthday next month, and I think for one of our episodes— uh, I'm going to read a poem that I wrote for her oh, on her beautiful. 92nd birthday. Wow. So uh, it's, one of the, it's one of the favorite things that I've ever written. And uh, when I was uh, visiting there just a couple of weeks ago, uh, I read that for her again. Mm-hmm. So I anyway, she loved it. We'll, we'll be sharing that. And it's, yeah, let's do that. It's, uh, it's about hope, and you'll have more of an understanding of, of, uh, of why I can't help but just have hope. It's awesome. You yes. know, when I think about your last episode, uh, where we're really diving into help, help, you mentioned something about God is the source of hope and scripture is the resource of hope. Yes. You know, that was just kind of breaking it all down because we we're talking about the fact that we need to ask for help. Yes. You know, we need to ask for help. And when we do that and we ask God who is the source of hope, we ask for help, we can see the breakdown that we really have everything that we need in Scripture. 
yes. which is the resource. So I'm excited about that. You know, I'm excited about talking about the overview of hope. Yes. You said there's three words, ask, seek, and knock. Mm-hmm. And in those words, those three words is the acronym of ask. Yes. I thought that was quite clever. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. That just kind of happened as a, as a little uh, mimic when I was just a, a child memorizing that scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, that, uh, that works in the English language anyway. And since that's what we're speaking, that's what we will use. That's right. We're going to ask. We're going to ask, <laughs> seek, and knock. I thought that was really good. You know, let's, let's go into this overview thing. You know, you, this is your own acronym of HOPE. Help, overview, plan, and expectation. So today, episode three, we're talking about overview. So why is overview so important in an intricate part of hope? Okay, overview is is imperative when it comes to hope. You know, uh, I, I use this illustration uh, before. It's a, it's a very good one. I, I I saw one time just this close up of. Uh, of, of something that, uh, you know, some paint, it was cracked, uh, peeling a little bit, uh, and it looked like something that just needed to be scraped, you know, just painted over or get rid of it or something. But then as the camera uh, showed a bigger picture, mm-hmm. a more overview of it, it was actually the Mona Lisa. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. And so uh, many times when we, when we get too, uh, too focused on one particular day of our life or mm. one particular incident in our life, could we even say one particular person in our life? Wow. Uh, when, we, when we become too, uh, the nerd word there is myopic. Mm. When we become too focused on just one thing, and especially the way we fit into that picture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the smaller thing that you look at with reference to your life, your life is actually going to be the size of what you focus on. You know what? I'm going to say something, Coach Mel. Let's hear it. And this is from a woman's point of view or a wife's point of view. You know, and you do life coaching, you know, and you have a business with life coaching. And a lot of women have a tendency to lose themselves. I did it. And it was that myopic. 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 Or myopicism, you know, <laughs> I'm making up a word now, but, you know, it's because we're so focused on making sure we're taking care of our husbands, making sure we're taking care of our children until we forget about ourselves and who we are and what we've been called to do and all of that. And so I find that to be very prevalent in women, in wives, in mothers, to where a lot of us are losing ourselves and we have to kind of go back and find out, hey, who is she? Where did she go? Come back, please. Okay, I have a theory mm. about that as to, as to why that is. Because uh, to, uh, to a detriment, women have been, just for the sake of a, of a non-nerd word, mm-hmm. women have been pigeonholed mm. about certain things. That, okay, you're a woman, so this is what you're supposed to do. And while there are women, woman things that no man can do, like give birth, yeah. for example. I trust me, you don't want that. No, I, yeah. I, I really, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to just let you have that privilege. <laughs> Motherhood is, uh, is a blessing. <laughs> yes. And I, I'm plenty willing to just let you have all of that blessing you want. There's, there's enough of other blessings going around. <laughs> yeah. So you go right ahead. Uh, but uh, women are, uh, just by society, or uh, and by culture, or uh, just uh, have more uh, pressure on them to just see themselves in in uh, perhaps more narrow mm. 
definitions. Mm-hmm. And I, I can I can remember just in our uh, in my experience in Honduras, realizing quickly that hey, if we're really going to make a difference here in in a in a nation. We're, we're going to have to. We're going to have to start with girls. We're going to have to give them opportunities. We're going to have to expand their horizons. That's right. And uh, it's just been amazing uh, as to what's happened because of that, mm-hmm. and uh, that 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 part of, of hope there, and just just giving them a bigger picture mm. of who they are, and no matter uh, what opportunities that you may be seeing for yourself right now, wherever you are listening to this podcast. No matter what opportunities and no matter how much bigger they are now than they were yesterday or last year, I'm here to tell you, you're thinking too small. Mm. You you have not yet seen the bigger picture that you need to see. Mm. And that should not be discouraging. That should be encouraging. That there's always more insight to be gained about where I am by seeing who I am in the context of the overview Wow. So how do you do that, though? I mean, for people who have small thinking, I don't want to say small-minded people, it's loose, but, you know, small thinking, how do you broaden that? How do you make it big? Okay, well, uh, one, and the people who know me, you're not going to be surprised about this at all, but uh, the best way I've found to expand my view, my overview to increase that, is by contemplating the proper question. Mm. <laughs> There's nothing I can tell you that will expand your perspective like a question. Mm. Right, uh, uh, giving you information about something, you, the the information that I would give you just you're just going to always see that information in the context of what you already know. But when the question is asked, especially an open-ended question, which is the the key to coaching. When I ask an open-ended question, it's only with that can I expand your horizons. <laughs> and you start contemplating something that is, that's beyond your, your present knowledge. Uh, and uh, so that's the, uh, that is the short answer, that uh, it, it, it happens with a question. And so uh, we, can, we can ask ourselves the question. Uh, we can uh, we can ask others questions, and all of those things. I mean, I'm I'm convinced that uh, that the reason that the world is in the shape it's in today is because no one has been uh, intent enough on asking better questions, mm. and the world is yet to hear the best question. And that's that's the huge overview right there. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that there is a better question. And there is a right question that's yet to be asked. But uh, in, in, in terms of overview, what, what helps us with overview? It puts us within a context. Mm. And uh, a life without context becomes a pretext for someone else's text. Ooh. Now, you know, the Say amazing thing about this is I'm not sure I've ever said that before. Yeah, that, that's rich. Uh, I, can you repeat that? Okay. Uh, in terms of the importance of overview and hope and, and enlarging our perspective is that uh, an overview and an enlarged perspective, a broader perspective, gives us context for our life. And a life without context becomes a pretext for someone else's text. Mm. 
if if I don't have an expanding view of of who I am and uh, and the abilities that I have and the opportunities that I have, then I'm going to be restricted by someone else's narrow uh, pretext of who they think I am. Mm. You know, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I'm a little dizzy. <laughs> I'm telling you because that that is probably seventy five percent of most people because someone has said something so erroneous, so off centered about you to you through you, you know, or labeled you or put you in this box, yeah. and then we decide to say, well, okay, they must be the tell all end all, and they're God, and so we're gonna do what they say or, or act or behave in the manner that they're calling us or have labeled us to be. Yeah. Now, let me see if I can get this. Uh, this this thought is not original with me, and I hadn't thought it in a while, so let me just wing it here and see what happens. That uh, I am not uh, who I think I am. Mm-hmm. I am not who you think I am. I am who I think you think I am. Wow. Okay, so... That's kind of just an expanded way of saying what I said, that uh, a life without context becomes a pretext for someone else's text. Mm. And, and I, I'm here to tell you that, that there is hope because you can have a broader view. Your life has context. Your life is so important. It, it, is, it is not alone. You are not alone. And you were not created to be alone. And as we uh, become involved with each other, this interdependence thing that we talked about in terms of the importance of help, that we become interdependent. And then for us to still to get a, a personal context for who I am as it relates to you. Mm. And so that overview allows me to see where I fit into your calling, not just my calling and what I want to do. Right, right. <laughs> right. And uh, it's... Uh, it's, I, I remember the first time that I flew um, in an airplane. I was uh, just a teenager, and I saved up my money all year long, and I took a, a life-changing 35-minute flight from Lake Charles, Louisiana, to Shreveport, Louisiana. <laughs> uh, and uh, now I didn't have enough money to take a plane back, so I rode the bus back home. But <laughs> I love it. I but love anyway, it. I, I expanded my horizons. Mm-hmm. And why? Because I got, I got an overview. It's like, hey, you know, there, there is sunshine on the other side of these clouds. The sun's always shining somewhere. <laughs> uh, and if we don't let clouds or some, something as, as, uh, uh, as vague as a cloud or something as uh, gigantic and real as the earth itself, as happens at nighttime, if we don't let any of those things keep us from the light, especially not for very long, then uh, we're, we're going to be able to have hope, and hope's going to grow. So as we get a, a, a broader perspective, and you know, uh, that's, that's again where the per- perspective of Scripture is so important, because uh, if, uh, if I'm simply thinking my thoughts then I'm going to always be captive to my own imagination. Mm. But remember, God is the source. Scripture is the resource. And so I can't tap into that source without the, using the resource that's available there. Mm-hmm. And as I do that, 
I understand that, that as believers, we are seated in heavenly places with Christ. So if we can just learn to look from where we're actually seated spiritually, <laughs> we, get, we get the view of, uh, of a different perspective. You know, Coach, I'm reminded of the chicken and the eagle. Mm-hmm. And that analogy has a lot to do with positioning. Yeah. And where you're positioned so that you can get a better overview. Yes. Or a better view. You know, as a chicken, your level is it's ground level. I mean, yes. it's very low to the ground. But as an eagle, eagles go up to kind of position themselves. They go above uh, the storms. They go above everything so that they can get a better view to find food in the ocean and that sort of thing. And so... You know, and when you said that a few minutes ago, I was reminded of the chicken and the eagle. Yes, that, that, that's an excellent illustration. Mm-hmm. And too many of us are just scratching around in the dirt for what many other people have even considered useless and thrown away mm-hmm. instead of soaring with the eagles. That's right. Isaiah did not say that we shall mount up with wings as chickens. No. No, that does not sound good, Coach Mill. <laughs> no, we'll mount crazy. up with wings as eagles because right. that, that gives us a broader view. Mm-hmm. And so as we're seated in heavenly places and as, we, as we're able to, uh, to view our lives and even our circumstances, mm. right? So, so what, uh, what our, our, our word today is, the O in hope is overview. So how do we use overview uh, to connect with hope? And, and, and what, what makes that a reality for us? Uh, you know, there was uh, 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 just some, some interesting, I'm going to introduce a concept here, uh, some interesting random, or at least I thought they were random thoughts or things that I had read in my life, and later on they kind of all came together, uh, that uh, one of the unique things about uh, a human being is that we have a tendency to look for a pattern. You know, we, we, we look for a pattern in things, and, and, and really that's what music is. Music is a pattern in rhythm. That's right. Music is a pattern in, in, uh, in rhyme, rhyme in words, or in some other cultures like the Hebrew uh, culture, it's rhyme in ideas, not so much words. But we look for a pattern, and there's something that's comforting to us as human beings to see a pattern. Because once we find a pattern, then we feel like, oh, there is some order mm-hmm. to this. <laughs> and too many times, uh, just looking at a, uh, just a small part of our life, again, is for one day, looking at our life in, in one instant, one uh, occurrence, one situation, one person, one vocation, one location. Anytime we, we narrow our, our view, uh, we're, we're limiting our connection with, with hope and, and with, uh, with the, the growth of that hope and also being able to share it. And uh, there was a, uh, a very interesting individual that uh, if you have ever heard of him, it will really surprise me. So uh, we're going we're gonna to talk just a little bit about a, uh, a British uh, philosopher, mathematician, and economist. His name was Frank Ramsey, hmm. and he lived in the, earlier, uh, the early 20th century. He was a student at and later a professor at Cambridge University, and he made major contributions to all three fields, philosophy, mathematics, and economics. Hmm. And he wrote and spoke extensively about all of those before he died at the age of 26. 
Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> and and one of the most profound things that that he discovered uh, through his uh, his his mathematics and his pursuit of, of of mathematics was that there is no such thing as anything being truly random. Everything has a pattern, <laughs> and no matter no matter uh, no matter what it is, if it appears random, if we just get a bigger picture of it, we can see a pattern. <laughs> and so. Uh, there, there's hardly anything that, that makes one feel less hopeful or more hopeless than that we are the victim of random acts. You know, you hear people, well, I'm just unlucky, or that person is always lucky, and we just kind of talk about random things. Well, okay, l- let's, let's disrupt all that right now. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as random. Everything has a pattern. And everything that has a pattern is... Uh, saying is communicating that there's purpose to this a pattern says yes someone something in the universe someone in my life your life the world the universe as we know it and as as our knowledge is all expanding there's a pattern to it and as we get a, 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 a an overview of our life and our our present circumstances and we begin to see that pattern and once we see that pattern, then we can understand that, yes, there is a plan here. And uh, we're going uh, to get the plan here on the, the third letter there, the P, but uh, right now it, it's just overview. Without the overview, the plan won't mean that much. So what I hear you saying is we don't need to really be on autopilot because random is just kind of autopilot. Autopilot. It's just you're just going by the seat of your pants, just case sera sera. And uh, and what I hear you saying is that overview provides structure, it provides order, it provides intent. Yes, it it, it helps us see uh, first who we really are. Then it helps us see uh, our purpose, why we are the way we are, and that each and every one of us is unique not just to the people who are alive now but to every person who has ever lived or ever will live and an overview as to how something so unique can fit into what is actually a pattern <laughs> is is what brings hope and uh and an understanding of that uh, you know the uh thinking that that there is no pattern and that Everything's random and what we might say haphazard uh, can get us to thinking, well, I'm, I'm a victim of circumstances. No, uh, no one is a victim of circumstances. Everyone is a result of a pattern. So we have to go back to the root. Yes. Where it started. Yes. Hmm. And, that, and that where you are in life is a result of a pattern that you have created. Or that a generation created. Yes that was created within you and had you maybe you didn't create it but by buying into it you are uh environment yes being being raised in that seeing it yep you're perpetuating that idea Mm. that 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 i'm i can just be a victim of these circumstances no you know one of the things about that an overview does one of the things it did for me is it helped me understand that there was a pattern here and I need to be aware of what that pattern is in my life and what the pattern looks like. Uh, 
and uh, and where that pattern came from, and that God made a pattern for Melvin, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I need to see what that is, and understand that as I fit into that, then that's how I can live out my purpose. But uh, the whole idea of a, of a pattern and being able to get in sync with that pattern, and one of the things I, I, I realized was that uh, I cannot truly do anything about my situation until I take responsibility for where I am. And so by, by seeing things in an overview, I can see myself in context and in the context of the patterns that I have been a part of. So you're saying we need to own it, take ownership. Yes. Release our parents that may have been not in the best way, release uh, things that happened in the past to us, release, unarm those things, because we're kind of holding ourselves captive. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. And if we're myopic, there that word is again, where we're just seeing our little old bitty self in this little bitty situation, hmm. and uh, we, we feel bound by culture or, or our circumstances or lack of opportunity, whatever. But, uh, but no, you... You are made, you were created with the power to authorize your purpose. Say that one more time. You were created with the power to authorize your purpose. Mm. And you do that by accepting responsibility for where you are and what has happened. And uh, until, until I accept responsibility, th- th- this was a powerful realization for me, until I accept responsibility for who I am and where I am in life, not even God can change anything. Wow. Now that's strong. That's a strong <laughs> statement, Coach Mel. And I'll tell you what, let's leave them right there. Let's leave that cliffhanger right there. Let them, let's let the listening audience chew on that. That's powerful. I don't even really know anything else needs to be said right there. You know, we're going to pick up from that statement now. Write that statement down because we're going to pick up on that, guys, with episode four. Episode four is planned. And so I'm sure that's going to tie in really, really well with that. Uh, We like to leave you guys with stuff to kind of make you think and make you go, hmm, oh, okay, wow, okay, I see where he's going with that. So, hey, guys, listen, uh, it doesn't get any better than here. Life Works with Coach Mel, guys, comes on every week, and he shares some things with you that's going to really be just amazing, amazing things to help you with hope. So, number one, the acronym for hope, he started off with episode two. That's HELP. Episode three, overview, and episode four comes up next, and that is playing. Coach Mel, have any final words before we end this podcast? Yes. Well, uh, remind them of their assignment from back uh, uh, an episode prior to ask someone for help and Mm. to ask someone else how you may help them. So uh, I want to know, just write that down. One day we'll be able to communicate because I'd like to hear about that. And and also, just uh, step up to the uh, to the plate and take responsibility for the pitch that's coming at you. And uh, I can assure you with hope, you're going to knock it out of the park. Absolutely, guys. There are several ways that you can reach out to Coach Mel. You can go out there to Facebook. That's Melvin Earhart. 
on Facebook out there and uh, send him a friend request and he can respond to you. Also go out to lifeworks.coach. Yes. Lifeworks.coach, guys. That's where you can reach out to Coach Mail. Send him that homework in the DMs and let him know how you're doing with that. There's several ways that you can reach out to Coach Mail, okay? So go out there to the website and also to Facebook. Do you have an email address that people can reach out to you on? Yes, it's melvo52 at gmail.com. M-E-L-V-O. 5-2 at gmail.com. Well, there you have it, guys. Reach out with Coach Mail. Send that homework out to him. This has been Life Works with Coach Mail. We'll see you next week with episode number four with Plan.